I'm writing this book that I've called Self-Leadership Through Storytelling and I'm in the process of creating several classes from said book but that's not the point of this podcast. I'll be making more books, podcasts and classes in the future because I can't get over this one thing. There are so many people who have a thwarted relationship with the very thing that makes us unique as humans, meaning our ability to use words to connect, create, collaborate and coexist. I've been fascinated by communication, both verbal and the bodily kind, since I was a child. The correlation between how we express ourselves and the stories that are ours. This is Modern Small Talk where I share with you my take on small talk and why it will give you the tools of self-leadership and to become even more confident. I'm Lil Neumann Hansen and this is episode number 51 on the Self-Leadership Through Storytelling channel. Here's the thing, if you only knew the perks of conversations, you'd go into every opportunity of communication with a different mindset than most people choose today. You'd see how using your words according to your story, how these words are not only a means of communication with others, but how it empowers you in the process. Over the years, as I've observed people, at, as one does as a writer, communication seems to be one of three. Treated as something to fear or a constant foundation for fights or a reason to put yourself down or others. When it could be a great way to express your own personality. But that's just it, isn't it? Do you find yourself to have a personality worth listening to? Or are you faking a compilation of others' ways of communication as a quilt of conversations? Have you asked yourself this question? Not to answer my question, because it's none of my business or anybody else either. The only thing you should consider regarding us is how we are missing out on the unique personality that you are. So ask yourself right now, how comfortable am I in communicating who I am? I haven't always been comfortable being me and often I have to remind myself that I'm here to be me and not somebody else. We're not looking to become perfect at this. Communicating who you are. My aim is about 60% and that's good enough for me. The other 40% is open for being inspired to test out something new which will eventually become part of the 60% and replace something similar that has been adjusted into this new way of being. Not many notice these changes in you, they're subtle to others but have a bigger impact on your own life. That's why we often don't do changes, we want to stay true to who we are. 
Now this is the problem with words. They mean something and their meanings change too. The problem with the statement stay true to who you are is in the word are. We're not taught that who we are is in a constant state of flux, a constant state of change. As food and drinks enter our body several times a day, every day, so does impressions. They impact our lives, all depending on the food, the drinks and the impressions we expose our bodies and minds to. Staying true to who you are can be perceived as being an accomplishment you're looking for. Like there's a point of completion. And that's the who you're looking for and the one you're supposedly should stay true to. What a load of bullshit. You are who you are right now. In a minute or an hour, you are who you are then. Who knows, you might might have learned something, maybe from this podcast or something you read. Maybe you heard a song or somebody made a call to you and in the reaction to these things, you made a choice. However small of a difference from who you were before, you're now a little bit different. At that moment, it's impossible to stay true to who you are a minute ago or an hour ago. And that's why it's important to be conscious of your own words. Conscious, not scrutinize every word to exhaustion. The point is to be true to your own words, the ones that represent you, your ethics and your morale. It's more of a wonder where you notice how the words coming out of your mouth are sitting with you. Do you like how you tell your story or would you like to change it? Your vocabulary is a basis for your conversations and not a demand of how others should treat you, but rather a these are my ethics and morals, what are yours? Let's talk and explore to see if we can discover something about ourselves or others in the process and we might even find a basis for collaboration or co-create something and maybe we'll feel a connection which deepens our sense of coexistence on this planet. Uh, That's a big (laughs) responsibility for words but you never know. You know the famous saying from Gandhi, these are the words, be the change you wish to see in the world. He could have said, be who you are and see if it changes the world, but he didn't. Even in a world where we can connect with just about anyone, we feel more disconnected than ever before. Could that be because with all these opportunities to connect, we unconsciously think that we should have been able to communicate better by now? That the world somehow should be a bit better today than it was yesterday, a month ago or last year, but it's not, is it? Or maybe it actually is. 
you see all these frustrations over the people in charge in a country, people are more and more taking a stand on their ethics and morals, looking to change the world from their standpoint, one person at a time, mindful of their words, seeing the power in them. The challenge is, people sense your fear of talking to them, but it's interpreted as arrogance. They miss out on the fear part and only register that you don't want to talk to them. The arrogance, they think. Why are you so high and mighty that you don't want to talk to them? Correction. They don't think it consciously. They think it unconsciously. It's a feeling that they get. Unconsciously, they read your micro-expressions. The widening of the eyes as you start spinning in your mind, wishing you could be out of this conversation as soon as possible. Or the gentle lift of your eyebrows as you pull the corners of your mouth back as an unconscious defense, trying to look cool like you don't care so they can't hurt you. The solution is easy to follow through if the chatter of your mind can be quieted for a minute. You know the chatter of your mind, of the past experiences? The highlight reels of what haven't worked in the past. Therefore, your mind, as the organizer it is, has labeled it as this didn't work, never do it again. Somehow, your mind doesn't have the adjustment prog programming from birth. You have to add it as you see fit in your communication on your own, by your own volition and your own vocabulary. Again, you're not looking for 100% consciousness. Do 30% at first. One setting uh, a day where you decide that right there and then, you're listening to how you talk, what words you use, without any judgment. You're learning about you. Let this be a six-month experience where you're learning more about you. I've observed my way of, uh, of talking for close to a decade now, and I've noticed that people are so self-absorbed that they don't notice everything you do about you. They're mostly looking how they are in relation to you. That's what they're taught. So how do you know when you need it? The change, the vocabulary. When things really are shit, that's when we often change. How about changing before everything hits the fan? Choosing right now to start adjusting your language. Building your own greatest hits, the, the ones you enjoy yourself with, the ones that empower you to stay true to who you are, right now. Choosing to do whatever it takes to become comfortable with any conversation. Taking the challenge of never letting any conversation get the better of you. Owning your part of the conversation. Do you sense that feeling you get in your chest as you say those words? Try them with me. Owning your part of the conversation.
again, if we look at other people's unconscious reading of us, when you take ownership and take responsibility of you and how you communicate, people relax. It's that easy. We've learned that we are good boys and girls if we care for others and forget ourselves. It's called being selfless. Apparently, it's a good thing. We'll talk more on that on a later podcast because I do have many thoughts on that. In the meantime, enjoy your journey of building the vocabulary that you enjoy so you can tell your story and enjoy being you. On this channel, you get weekly shows where I talk about self-leadership from the different aspects of communication, creativity, leadership and a higher quality of life. These shows are What If 102 that you find on Tuesdays, published at 6 Central European Time, uh, 6pm that is, <laughs> and Modern Small Talk on Fridays, also at 6pm Central European Time on Fridays, like today. So, I hope you have a most beautiful weekend uh, and exploring your words and have fun with it because the more you can look at how you can have fun with something rather than being perfect or or being best at something that's beautiful ways to limit yourself so stop limiting yourself and start playing start wondering start having fun with your life and if you want to have your life to be labeled at as shit right now it is shit right now and then later you can play with the words and then there will come a point where again you don't like uh, how life is treating you that's okay too we'll talk more on this on on tuesday on the allowance of of being in wonder and that being in wonder is the allowance of trying to be more of you but at the same time allowing you to be you as you are at that very moment so have a most beautiful day and i'll talk to you soon bye